Welcome to the Goners, everybody. The it's Gunners. the only video game podcast. I'm Alan, and that's Bran. Hey, everyone. That's that's your new that's your new intro, your new standard intro. Is it? How do you feel okay. about it? You yeah, know, I was writing it last take night. Take it or leave it, but you know, we're getting it done here. And speaking of taking it or leaving it, uh, we'll we'll t- we'll take one Christian, please. What? <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to you want to reroll that one? Or? No, I don't. All I right. want to talk about Celeste. Okay. Dig in, buddy. <laughs> Have either of you guys played it? No. Negative. Fucking dope Canadian video game. Um, what do you guys know about Celeste? Uh, like puzzle platformer, kind of hard, like Meat Boy-ish. Yeah, super Meat Boy-ish. I guess that's kind of a pun. Um, it's yeah, no, it's fucking great. Like, it's uh, it's super hard. It's a, I guess I should say it's a two D platformer. Um. And uh, you play as like this lady who's, you know, having some trouble in her life and she decides she's going to go climb a mountain because it's there and like kind of conquer her inner demons along the way. And it's just like this little metaphor for um, getting through a better depression and, you know, looking at yourself and asking yourself the hard questions couched in uh, the gameplay of like a Meat Boy-ish platformer. Super fast, super hard. You know, every level introduces new mechanic, you know, your standard platformer. I wish I was good at platformers so I could enjoy this. Like I got through Shovel Knight a few years ago and I was like, this is enough of a challenge for me. I'm just not I, good. Uh, I, just, I don't know what it is. I'm v- very bad at platformers. I'm not super great either, but that's why I really Same. loved uh, Super Meat Boy, because they would show you all the fuck-ups at the end all at once, and it was like this beautiful I, uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm also not good at uh, platformers, but this game is all about like getting through that. Like the, the opening scrawl when you start the game, it just says, like, just breathe, and it's all about like not getting frustrated and like kind of keeping yourself centered as as the game gets like more and more difficult. So that do they um, so they pull out your breathing so you're like now breathing manually. The, the difficulty progression of the game is the metaphor for um uh you know uh, taking your mental health into your own hands and like doing your best to 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 confront yourself and and and, and make positive changes slowly. So like nice. the fact that you're not good at platformers kind of helps you get into the the message of the game I felt. It was a really, really cool, really cool little mental health game, which paired well with uh, the other game I played this week, uh, which is that uh, I finally finished Hellblade. Yeah, I was just going to ask, did you finish it? And like, how do you like, how do you think those two like? That's a that's a hell of a ride, man. That game was fucking great. Yeah. I like, see. What's it called? Excellent game. And also has to de- dealing with like mental health issues. So like, yeah, <laughs> like it, how it do you think really they compared cool. in that sense? Um, they're very different takes on mental health. Like one isn't really about, they're both about like dealing with what you have. Um, I found that Hellblade was a lot more centered on the theme of acceptance, whereas, um, uh, Celeste was a lot more about, um, starting the journey of recovery and like, um, I don't know. Celeste is more about maintenance of yourself like they make the point of saying like your life is going fine you just don't feel that great whereas hellblade is more about like crawling out of like this yeah. pit of you know because of the main character she's like she's been dealing with this her whole life and stuff and it's finally come to like a boiling point where she can't start she's starting to not be able to distinguish like uh her delusions from uh, yeah. from reality and stuff like that. Exactly. I feel like the different mental illnesses, the two different games 
kind of are about make them very different, you know? Mm, yeah. Like Celeste is about depression. Um, whereas Hellblade is about like psychosis, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and so like Celeste is about like gaining momentum and, uh, and taking care of yourself. Whereas Hellblade is about like just kind of, you know, in Hell in, in Hellblade, it's more about like accepting that you have value and that you're a good person, and like learning to see yourself as a capable person. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, for sure. Because there's definitely struggles throughout that game where uh, the main character uh, feels like she can no longer go on, uh, and that her past is coming back to haunt her and stuff like that. So I could totally see that. Yeah. So and let, uh, me, let me ask you guys this just because it, it, it's been a while since I played these sort of like smaller games or the these more uh, artistic or abstract sort of video games. Hearing you guys talk about it, the, the games always sound really interesting, but I, I can't help but get away from when I'm looking at these games, less so with uh, Senua's Sacrifice, more so with Celeste. They look like these tight, small, self-contained pieces, which is a good thing, but and again, I'll preface this with as somebody that hasn't played them. It seems to me like there's this one active metaphor that drives the thing and that's it. That's all that it does. And so my question is, is that metaphor, is it, this is going to sound kind of shitty. Is it worth that experience? Well, it also helps. These are both really good games. Yeah. Like, okay. The gameplay in Celeste is great. Like it's, it's, it's really fun. It's really, it's really good platforming with a lot of like innovative, cool stuff. I haven't seen anywhere else. Like what? Um, Cause that, that's my follow up question is what's this experience offer you about this idea or this concept or metaphor that you're not receiving in a movie about that same concept or a short story or an, an album or something like that. What's, what's the game doing that that's making it come alive for you in that way? Well, I think well, the fact that it's like a game uh, gives it a lot of emphasis as well. Like you're taking a lot of, uh, you're taking control of the situation there that and like physically uh, in some cases dealing with those situations right like y you have a grasp on it whereas like with music or uh, like maybe a movie about these kind of issues it's a it could be very passive you're like receiving uh, this feedback from these forms of media whereas uh, in video games you very get much get to decide how this journey happens and like, I think that says something, uh, for these experiences. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think to kind of add to that, like Celeste being a game about like pushing yourself forward and making yourself do the hard work. Um, it fits really well with the difficulty ramp up on a platformer and like you'll, the character will go through some kind of like setback and that will be represented in a more restrictive mechanic in the level you're playing. And while as the character has to make the decision to get better and to push through the, the hard work, as I said, um, you as the player have to like accept the situation you're in, stay calm as the, pl as, as, as the protagonist of Celeste stays calm, whose name is not Celeste. It's something um and uh i, I, I feel like limiting the decision to keep playing retentive. the game no, well, I, they say her name like once in the game i think this is like no, a fair enough, fair situation no, hey, when i played the game her name was a lime um i think my buddy ryan i think uh friend of the show ryan played the game as mr fuck you or something like that so Sick. um okay, and, and so help 
it's it, the, 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 there is there are game because that was my worry was like hearing you describe it as sort of oh really so you're overcoming a struggle and there's a mountain oh okay and like that's cute but well, what's it called <laughs> so, and then i'm glad there's just more to go- it yeah and with hellblade it does a really interesting thing with narrative where it interweaves uh 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 oh my god senua's story with norse Senua. mythology really well just oh, the yeah. fact that uh you have these other you have these like very much in their own context stories of Norse mythology about uh like just about the gods and stuff like that and giants or and like figure heroic figures and then because of the way the gameplay drives you and the narrative that uh Senua's going through uh they they do a, the developers do a really good job of interweaving it so that you'll find something as you're going through it the, the they'll Talking pick out certain runes. myths not the runes no but the, not the, the runes like the, themselves but um the, there like are these the like lore stones. stones yeah the lore you stones go like and you click on them and then uh, uh a character will like just re- recount a story it's kind of like uh you know the uh the bioshock uh you know little radio plays you could listen to or whatever yeah oh, okay. but like it's really cool how they like there'll be a thing where she'll be struggling to get somewhere or to do something and it'll tell the story of like a hero, like a hero from the past and how he overcame the will of the gods in some way or another. And it just like interweaves really well and creates a really interesting narrative where you can, her struggle is kind of getting from point A to point B and dealing with the thoughts inside of her head and then her hearing voices. But then it, it, compares that to the struggle of like demigods and stuff which i think is really interesting because it gives her a real sense of power as you accomplish things moving forward i will say another real strength in hellblade is uh the context um and the actual like the the the, not not the narrative i don't know what to call it the the world of the game like it's all real to a degree i mean you go through hell but um in doing some reading after playing the game, like, uh, Senua is supposed to be a, um, uh, someone, a group of Celts called the Picts. It's supposed to be like a very specific person oh, in the ninth yeah, century. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Not specific person, but part of a specific group in the ninth century. And like one of the really cool angles the Hellblade has is it's a game about Norse mythology, but you're, you're, you're a Celt. You're not Norse. And yeah, you're not you're like right. a Viking Fuck, warrior. I completely forgot about it. It's been so long. That's like a main story element where the, like the Norsemen are after her and like have come to attack her tribe and stuff and that she's struggling against them as invaders. And then you have the context of her having a heroic struggle against the Norse and North mythology. Yeah. 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 It's, it's such a cool angle to take on like a story about like Viking mythology and all that to have her be an outsider and like, well, because they're never called like you, Vikings what or you're anything. Saying, they're called sort of with the, uh, the theme of it as well with that disassociative sort of, vibe that comes with the subject matter so okay all right i can dig that that's pretty cool and i gotta say i've played a lot of games where you go to hell i think we all have (laughs) some of the imagery in this game is amazing like there there's there's like there's like this this this, at one point you go through like this canyon that's made of like (laughs) grasping hands like it's oh yeah yeah i remember that that's a wild Uh, part that's like like two-thirds or like three-quarters of the way through the game right yeah it's pretty close to the end yeah um, God damn, man. Like, yeah, no, it's really good. It's really, really, it's a really, really, that, that's a very good game. It's just solid overall. Like even, uh, the combat can get a little samey, but even still it's like really yeah. well done. It's not like it's an afterthought 
like oh, it's, the audio it's, design. Oh like, yeah, the audio design for it's super cool. The Val Raven song is so fucking awesome. Anyway, I could talk about Hellblade all night. Um, oh, speaking of solid games, I also played Metal Gear Solid Five again, but there's nothing really to say about that. It's pretty fun. <laughs> nice. uh, have you guys been playing anything? I know Christian's been playing something, and it's yes. in reference to his screen name here while we're on our podcasting recording software. I didn't realize Leon it. Christian Kennedy. I didn't realize it until very recently. I'm actually like a secret. I'm actually a big Resident Evil fan. Secretly, I've seen the movies. I've been playing since <laughs> like four, five, six, seven. This one, maybe not the older stuff or those weird like little 3ds. So I guess I'm not a fan now that I'm talking. About, <laughs> I played a lot of Resident you, Evils and. Um, Residence Evil. Res- yes. <laughs> Parentheses <laughs> Evil. Um, no, this one, it's a lot of fun. So as somebody that didn't play those older ones, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. it the, the makeover is so slick. It feels good. Man, I it do, looks so fucking good. It's nice. It's really fucking nice. I'm playing it on the uh, on the PS4. It's fucking gorgeous looking. It's 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 a tight game mechanically. I do have some issues with it, which fucking there. I I get why. So what they've done is when you manipulate the different difficulties, you can play on easy, standard, hardcore, whatever, what have you. Right. Standard mode. I think from what I can tell, there's the more bullets you have, the more bullets it'll take to kill something. What? And yeah, if, fuck that. If, if you're on easy, it's too easy. And I, I, it's a gameplay decision that I have to think has been done to constantly create a sense of tension. Right. At the cost of, I've headshotted you a few times now. You're not going down, really? Okay. And so it's it's gotten to the point where I have hallways full of zombies that I just, what's the point in even shooting at you? You're not going to die. So I'm like, I'm at a point in the game now where I've kind of fucked myself because I just, I, I need to go places and the zombies are all over the place. I think I'm like well, halfway through the game with, I just ran into uh, the big boy himself. Mr. X. As is that his actual name or is that's that That's his actual name, yeah. So that's I've, how I've heard him described, yeah. I've met Mr. X. He's not a Mr. happy guy. <laughs> fucking And that's also a, there's a sense of tension there too where so I'm at I, I got to the point of the game where I needed to go back to um I think it's west the the, the west end of the first floor to pick up the um the jack for the library and Yep. Uh it's full of fucking liquors and zombies. And I got in there and my strat was get in, get out, go hit the jack. The zombies bust in the door as I'm picking shit up. And I think, fuck, okay. So I shoot them once in the knee and I try and run out. And as I'm running around the door, hoping that the liquor doesn't fucking maul me, Mr. X just punches me in the fucking chest. And I'm like, I thought I got rid of you. (laughs) So it's kind of, I can't go the other way in the hallway because it's just full of fucking zombies. (laughs) So the game's done a really good job of doing that. But there are just these little, these irksome little, uh, anyway, it's, it's still a great game. I'm still really enjoying it, but yeah really kind of cool about it is since it's such an old game originally like it was a ps1 game there's n- now there's no loading screens old shit oh and there, yeah. there are but it's it's nowhere near what i imagine it would have been the loading screens are yeah, negligible 
But like if you're you're navigating oh, the nice. main building, there's no loading screens going uh, through like certain no, sections, no, all. going through no. doors, which really is interesting because zombies will follow you into different rooms. They can. And that's like the, yeah, they can. They can. Was that yeah. thing in the original? I don't know. I never played the originals, but like it has to be right because you would have to have well, they, zombies they, loading in from another load screen to come into a different room if you had a loading stylistic changes. But I'm not 100 percent sure what they are because I haven't played the uh, yeah. The original. But it's, I think I've heard that's new. Yeah, that's it's got to be. I don't decision. feel like the technology was there to do it back on the PS1. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems right. like it's just a little bit One too of those much. things that's too much to ask of the machine. Like, you could do it, but it would probably be, like, a yeah. pretty difficult thing to make happen. But People would love the it other th- online. Everybody loves I've it. I've been watching uh, a playthrough of it on YouTube, and, like, that's uh, the, what you mentioned with, like, the bullets and the headshots. There's I've seen, like, while I was watching it, uh, a guy put, like, five or six bullets <clears> into <throat> the zombie's head. It finally falls over, but it's not dead. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then like, it'll get you'll back have top. up. Yeah, you got to run up there with the knife. It's a lot of little things where I had, I was playing and Will explained it to me where he said, as you stop moving, the reticle will start to tighten. And then when you see the dot in the middle of the crosshairs, that's, you'll do increased damage. But what's the point oh. if I know that there's that rubber banding going on? I, I don't understand. Um, I don't, well, what's it called? You always have like the chance to like explode their heads. You can always crit. Yeah. <laughs> but those are few and far between and they'll come in through the windows. So you got to be strategic about where you're boarding up. I've seen pictures on 4chan. I've been trying to avoid looking too much into it just because I haven't played and I'm just enjoying discovering the police station so much for myself that I haven't really looked into the trophies or the achievements or like any sort of speed running strategy or any sort of layout or story walkthrough at all. Um, loving it interesting the the thing that has been on my brain is this is in a lot of ways going toe-to-toe not in a lot of ways it is going toe-to-toe with kingdom hearts 3 which people have been giving very mixed opinions on so oh really that's, that's really a, interesting that's a mixed, yeah that's a mixed i've deal. also heard some like mixed things that's actually from like friends on facebook surprisingly people are talking about it see i don't know um, anybody in real life that actually bought it it's only my I, internet friends that have bought it <laughs> i know a few people who bought it but that's also because they're like, I still like people from university who were like, I met through like being like into like nerdy stuff and like gaming. So like they'll be, right. they're like excited about it because they played it at growing up. What, it, what, it, what do we think about, about uh, Kingdom Hearts? Uh, uh, I'll tell you, hold on. <laughs> Wait, no, no, I, no, I have an answer for this. Uh, Half-Life 3. This, the reason that they don't want to do Half-Life 3 is the reason that it's it, you were getting such mixed results with Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm sure Kingdom Hearts 3 is a very good game. I've heard good things about it. But all these other... It's just too much time has passed. You can't re-bottle right. the lightning on that one in... That game, we we've joked around about it on the podcast before. People died before that game came out. If that game was, this is the type of thing that people are going to get upset about. Man, um, there was somebody on Twitter that I saw said they beat cancer and so that they could play fucking Kingdom Hearts. Like that's well, what that, happened in uh, like the span of their life. <laughs> I wouldn't mind time, seeing the receipts like, on that one. That sounds kind of well, not like that, but like but, you know what I mean. Like yeah, someone no, I what you mean. Yeah, mentioned yeah. that they had gone through cancer and now oh, they are okay, still yeah. they are alive to play Kingdom Hearts three. Not <laughs> that they specifically. Some beat guy it. on 4 being like, I beat cancer for this? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's oh I've my god. Like, and like I've been hearing like little things, sort of the combat's weird, you come out of the animations. It's I've heard that combat's a mess. Things. That's the one thing I've heard from like IRL friends talking it's the, about it's it. The best? 
No, that is a mess. They that call that a mess. mess. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. That's that corroborates what I've been hearing. I've been hearing like weird comments about the ending. It, just things. It about, looks fucking great though. That scenes. That, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, but and yeah. like I guess it would have to at this day and age, right? This is a franchise well, like, that's been so. This has been this, it's a snakes and ladders sort of franchise to put it politely. Um, how do you mean? Like up in like some of the entries the have been place. not so great. Famously, yeah. with the story, not to mention yeah. you have all the mainline games, which they all have their distinct flavor. I'll, I'm going to say it out loud. The only Kingdom Hearts game I've personally played was Chain of Memories on the GBA. So I don't know how much street cred that gets me, but I have no a point of reference yeah, for that's any one more of these other me, things. So uh, I've I've watched through one. I've seen significant portions of two and parts of Birth by Sleep. I think I would say like 50%. Like I've it's been in the zeitgeist like in the last half year. So like Birth it, by Sleep? Yeah. What? And then there was yeah, Dream Drop there's Dissonance. Dream Drop Distance. Tuesdays, no! Oh, that was them? That one. <laughs> what do you God mean that damn. was them? Who else would it fucking be? Who Dream else? Dream Drop Distance. That could be any Square Enix game, Distance, man. That could, be a, that could be a Final the, Fantasy spinoff. Anyway, to call it con... And this is the thing where I've been seeing it online a lot lately now where people are saying things like, oh, it's not convoluted. You're just being pretentious, that sort of thing. I think... I think the jury's in no, 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 on no. King of Hearts, and it's a it's, convoluted fucking story. Okay. Oh, has that ever been a question? What are you talking it's about? Like, okay. It's not a question. It's nuts. How am I going to play Toy Story and then kill a guy with a sword made of a key and then go be a pirate with Johnny Depp? Well, and like, open, <laughs> open up people's hearts like, <laughs> with a key. You unlock their heart. Not just, just the like premise. It's, the premise I can get behind. That's, you know, Disney. You were being wacky. You were having fun. Okay. Just all the little, these the character development or these, these sort of interlinking well, narratives. Time travel in it too. There's tons yeah. of time travel. Like it's famously because like for some of the side games to have like occurred, they needed to someone had to go to the past and like speak to this person to set people and change them like to chain it put like the butterfly effect certain to things to happen in into the future. Yeah. It's just like it's so crazy. But like there's nothing wrong with it being convoluted. Like fucking Final Fantasy Metal games. Gears convoluted. Yeah. Metal Gears convoluted. Yeah. Someone pointed out that it's not any less complicated than if you were going to go see Avengers Endgame, the next Avengers movie, because it's like twenty films deep now. Like well, you've we had to have seen most of them too, to get this, well yeah. to get there's that. a question of having a lot going on and the question of it being like a good story. Like I I mean I don't want to speak about the Avengers in terms of like if it's a good story or not because I don't know but like I mean the Kingdom Hearts story despite being complicated is just insane right? Yes. Like heart unlocking and there's like the thing about the Marvel movies comparison I've never given two shits about any of those superhero characters because all of their all of their human sort of all their it's just ticky tack chicken shit problems they're all superheroes does that make sense? Like, why do I care? Yeah. Why do I care about your, 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 like, oh, you're having a tough time processing this? You fucking God among men? Like, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not sympathetic. That's the word. I'm not sympathetic to any of these characters. Uh, fair enough. I don't know. I, my point being was that it wasn't necessarily like that. The Avengers is like some loopy ass. No, but plot, that there's a lot. Of, like, there's a lot of media. There's a to lot of things. With. Like, if you didn't see uh, Thor Ragnarok, 
you wouldn't know that Thor doesn't have an eye. Loki's like there's like there's a bunch of shit that like happens in some of these side movies. Like and to be fair, if you're going to like say some extraneous movies, the Thor movies aren't that great other than Ragnarok. So like there's a bunch of movies that have like plot well, elements. Even, even Ragnarok that, what happened in Ragnarok, right? Like fucking they went well, to a planet. It Jeff sets Goldblum up, was there. It was kind of funny. And it eh, sets up. It. <laughs> it's like the like the starting point for Infinity War. Right. Like that's the I, end of Ragnarok is that what right? Ragnarok did to and set up infinity war that could have been done in five minutes i don't think you needed oh, a whole sh- movie for- why do i know sure. so much about these fucking movies i don't like marvel yes it's been the last like 10 years it's been the last 10 years we've been just force-fed it for so long now the point is i enjoy I think, them i'm glad that i King enjoy our Hearts, disney overlords force feeding me we'll get to the enemy later <laughs> the point is oh, Kingdom Hearts. that was beautiful i'm happy it's out for the fans I don't think I'm going to be playing it anytime soon. The Resident Evil, I'll, I would tell anybody. Here's the only thing is, I'm playing Resident Evil for free right now. I would not oh. pay eighty dollars for that game. No, you wouldn't. Just, I, I just don't. Maybe like fifty, sixty, all in. Eighty after tax, ninety fucking in Canadian Monopoly money is kind of a big ask. I guess Especially when I don't you know, know that it's going to go on sale in fucking four, five, six months anyway, right? Well, that's every game. It's that's, every game, though. Let's. Well, I don't know. That's that's that's. Just, I don't. I don't feel like that's a good argument, though. That's like every game goes on sale in like three okay, to five so months. Like, <laughs> the space is the police station. From what I can gather, I don't see myself right. moving beyond. There's, is there more oh, spaces? There's more. You have multiple playthroughs. There's like you play as Claire in one of the playthroughs. You play as other people. Like there's a lot to this game that you're you're not seeing yet since you haven't played the other games. Since like, I haven't played not the, the other games, games or because but, I'm like, not, I haven't orig- gone far enough yet. You haven't since you haven't played the original. You don't know about the other side stuff. Like you can choose to at the beginning of the game, you choose to play as Claire or Leon, right? Okay, and they're great. different so experiences. Different experience. You're playing the same spaces. How much of a different experience could well, it be? Like, You're still shooting it, zombies in the fucking police station. No, I, I know I that, like that. But like, yeah, but at that there's like you guys play but like bed, there's like, different there's area. It. It's not just you're going through this police station. It's like no, complete, there's the like, basement of the police station as well. No, shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tired of this bullshit <laughs> rhetoric. It's just okay, what's it so called? Maybe maybe we go to a different place. I'll, I'll reserve d- judgment until I finish the game. Have you met like Claire? I, like a responsible have you met Claire critic. Again? I'll wait until I played the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Have you met Claire yet? Because there's a point after yeah, you. Yeah, I've met her with her a couple of times. She'll yeah, be like, hey, I'll hold up. I'll be. I'm like, oh, I'm surviving. Surviving. There's like a whole. And then he leans. You, on, that's my favorite part. Is he'll lean on the fence and go, "Oh, yeah, I'm surviving. How about you?" And I'm like, "What? Are you, what? <laughs> really? Well, that's the thing, right? She's not in the police station while Leon's in the police station. No, so there's she's like, like a whole. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so there's that whole narrative that's going on outside of the the police station as well. And then plus. So I will play Leon's story, then Claire's story, then I'll replay it on hardcore, get S plus in both playthroughs, then I'll have an official opinion. Yeah, you exactly. don't need to, I, mean, I wouldn't go even that man. far. I'm just saying there's more to it than what you're giving out. Like there's seems to be from what I've watched and what I've read slash heard, there's more to this than like you're selling it as. And I think that's a little bit disingenuous. But um I don't know. While you guys people have been fucking waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 and Resident Evil 2 to come out, I've been patiently waiting the rest of the week. Uh, leading uh, like of that of those releases to play Wargroove, which I'm oh, yeah, super. You were talking about this. 
Yeah, so that came out on, so Kingdom Hearts and Resident Evil came out like the weekend before and like the Tuesday or whatever it was. And then Wargroove came out on Friday. So everyone's sitting there enjoying their fucking masterpiece games, their remasters and like the most (laughs) anticipated, one of the most anticipated games of the last decade. And I'm like sitting there, everyone's having a good time and just waiting because I finished Spider-Man like earlier that, like earlier last week. Uh, before Wargroove came out as it like as in like I need to finish this game so I'm not like shelving another half finished game it's not on your brain stuff. you can move on yeah man. and so uh, I picked up Wargroove which is super fun uh, it's a indie I game that can't understand came. what do you mean I'm looking at screenshots I don't understand it's advanced wars do you did you ever play advanced wars or have you, you have, have you heard of advanced wars Jesus <laughs> No and no. (laughs) So Advanced Wars is like a turn-based tile, like a tile turn-based strategy game where you have like military units uh, fight each other on a map. And they have like, as they would, like one of like the key features of that game is it had like, when it went to combat, it had a cutaway where you would see uh, the strength of each unit like visually displayed in like a kind of like little cutscene. Like a a Fire Emblem video, right? Yeah, but as yeah. like as the units, mil- since they were all military units, not like actual heroes like it is in Fire Emblem, you'd have like a squadron of tanks versus like some riflemen or like you'd have like bomber jets come by. And as they got weaker or stronger, uh, they would have less or more units in like the cutscene, Right. So like right. if you had your tanks at full uh, health and you're going up against enemies like riflemen or whatever, they and they were weaker, they'd just be like two or three of them instead of like five or ten. You know what I mean? So it's it, uh, like a it looks like you're playing like yeah it looks like you're playing like Civilization on the Super Mario Overworld like well it's yeah so it's like it's strange looking it looks like how Advanced War looks like this is supposed to be right. like a spiritual successor to the Advanced War franchise that since that's been like a dead franchise for a while now like nobody's made an Advanced War game since like the GameCube right yeah, or not the GameCube it's but been the, forever what's the deal the, with that do we know why that happened no it's, it just I don't died. know turn-based strategy just fell out of favor and they moved away from it when they did yeah, handheld, right? Because 3DS was all, like the DS and 3DS, while they had like their Fire core Pokemon. I know how, never mind. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fire Emblem is even like, we didn't get a lot of Fire Emblem games for a long time either. We only recently started getting them on the 3DS and stuff. We would get like remakes. It, it only it was very it Japan-centric. Off? Awakening? Uh no, uh, like Fire Emblem, just in general, we only got a few games in the West. It wasn't like we got all of them. Wait, there was, all there, the was time. Ra- there was Path of Radiance, then Radiant Dawn, and then what came after that? I see. This is I don't know. I never like I played one or two of them growing up, but I was never like a was die hard in into it. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm gonna search my between, but um. <laughs> Yeah, no, so Advanced Wars has been or no, <laughs> uh, Wargroove Wargroove has been a lot of fun. It's um it's super it, it has a nice challenge to it. There's like an you can change like the difficulty based on sliders like enemy health, you, enemy health and like your health, that kind of stuff to to balance it out the way you want to play it, but just like the standard difficulty uh is nice. It gives you a good challenge. It's very much uh if you fuck up, you're going to, you're not going to, you're not going to win kind of deal. Right. Um, it like you, cause units have weaknesses and like, uh, and effectiveness and each unit has the ability to, uh, based on a condition to crit, do critical damage. 
So I'm going to jump real. I'm going to jump in real quick with my brain research since 2003. (laughs) The maximum amount of years between titles here in the West has been three years. It's usually every two years we get a Fire Emblem game. So it's it's weird that you and I had that similar perception like, oh, we didn't really get Fire Emblem games. We did. But the main such as Fire Emblem, Sacred Stones, which was like a popular one, then Radiant, then Path of Radiance, Radiant Dawn, one that a couple that I've never heard of, then Awakening. So, well, here's the thing, though, that's. That's right. If you didn't have like a GameCube or a Nintendo system, everybody else was playing Halo or Call of Duty. Right. Yeah. It's that time period, right? Where it's just like, oh, what were you playing then? Fire Emblem. What's that? Fire with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, Screaming um, profanities over Xbox Live. <laughs> 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 of course, of course. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, filling in my bingo sheet over here. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been really enjoying Wargroove. Uh, there's been some like really challenging side missions. Uh, the one thing I will say about it, though, that is kind of like a little bit annoying is that there's a lot of cleanup. At, like after you get to a certain point in a mission, sometimes you like you've won. There's no doubt about it. But like you still got to walk around and like mop up all these fucking enemies. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's sometimes where you'll fuck up and it'll cost you the mission and you're like 19 turns deep. You've already like sunk an hour into this map and it's like, Oh, there's no auto saves. You just have to redo this. Like I did. Right. There was one of the side missions that I did with Caesar. Uh, he's one of the commanders. He's a dog, a, a good boy. <laughs> uh, and he, it's just like, it's a defense mission. I started at nine 30 in the morning and I finished it at two 30 after trying it three times. And it's Jesus. just like, and I stopped for like half an hour to have lunch. Like it was fucking, it was a hard mission. Uh, I passed it with an A though on the third try. So, Hey, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I, it's visually, it's super charming. Uh, like I mentioned with Caesar, uh, he's like the command. He's one of, he's the main character's dog, but he has side missions where, uh, he's the commanding unit and he has like bodyguards that defend him. And so when mm-hmm. you go to attack stuff with Caesar, his bodyguards will attack for him. But then in the background, he'll like lay down or like roll over and just be like adorable and stuff. <laughs> There's like a lot of very nice visual presentation in that game that makes it really charming, even though it's kind of like super difficult at times. I wouldn't say maybe not super difficult, but like if you don't know what you're doing, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to people who aren't. Well, you said it was a like, spiritual successor game, so it's it's not going to be a game for everyone. It'll be a game for fans of the genre or that type. Yeah, I don't know. It, right. It's it, it's charming enough that you could easily, if you wanted to like learn from it, it's nothing like XCOM, where XCOM has like a lot of really annoying nuances to it. This is like, it's pretty like simple at its core, but it's just challenging. Like you have to be go into it as like, ready for a challenge like if you were if i was to suggest a different game uh for like turn-based strategy i would easily on especially on the switch i would totally suggest uh rabbit's kingdom battle mario x uh, you were a fan of that one that's right yeah it's it's really good and it's like really straightforward it explains things really well and it gives like an interesting challenge if you're looking for a challenge but it also is uh like very much an introduction into that strategy genre so I don't, I don't, so that's like kind of where I'm at with, uh, Wargroove. It's really good, but like, it's, if you're looking for like a, just a fun kind of walk in the park strategy game, that's not necessarily what you're going to get. Right. Well, what came out today that could be, uh, the, um, oh, yeah. Apex Legends. 
is out today officially. Yeah. Yep. So that's watch the gameplay reveal. I did not. I tuned in when I was supposed to, and then I was treated to a screen, a static screen with it, with the exception of a timer that told me to come back in three hours. So I said, "Fuck this! I'm <laughs> oh. gonna go do some stuff." Yeah. Uh, also, have neither of you guys seen? No, I would say called. Like? I, I ended went up, and I watched. I fucking. I watched it, a bunch of Twitch stuff for it this afternoon uh, yeah, after it got released. Who was it? Shroud. Nice. Yeah, be, there's yeah. no there's no personality to get in the way of the gameplay. It's just fucking. I don't know. I feel like if you watch playing. some more of him, and like as a person, Maybe who, I don't give him a fair shake. No, it's just what's I called. Um, because he streams every once in a while. He plays Rainbow Six Siege, and he streams with uh, he plays with a group of people I watch. So he's like, it's something you have to. It's acquired taste. I think you can definitely get that bland kind of thing, but like. He's it's fun to watch him be good at video games. Yeah, and that's I don't know. why he's a popular guy. Anyway, it, it looked fun. It looked like I uh, my where I'm sitting is, is this did lawbreakers die for this? And is it going to be worth it? That's my current. They're not the same company. No, this is also done. It's also done source engine. Fun fact. Wait, really? Can you what? Can you believe that? Yeah, it's a Source Engine Wait, game. Wait, does that mean that Titanfall yeah. Two was a Source Engine game? Uh, no, I don't know. That's a good question, but I do know for a fact that uh, this uh, Apex is a Source well, Engine this game. This is the best looking it's, Source Engine game I've ever seen in my life. Would Titanfall have been yeah. Havoc? Uh, I have no idea. I never played any of the Titanfall games. I couldn't tell you. You've never played a Titanfall? Oh, buddy, you got to. I don't on have that. an X. I, like I don't have an Xbox and I don't have a Windows 10 computer, so GG. missed on t- yeah. Titanfall two. I guess Titanfall one would have been fine uh, on PC. Like we that would have been two seven. Together. Yeah, we did. We've had this conversation though. I think it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a lot yeah, of fun yeah. with that fucking. You guys, game. everything people say about two is like it's excellent. So for like, context, context, we had some good times. Apex Legends is going to be. There are no Titans. Uh, good. It's set in the Titanfall world. Titans are the worst part of Titanfall. Is, soldiers on the ground sort of um yeah from from the brief moments that i was watching it looked really fun like the battle royale games usually are um it looked like it was it looked like it alleviated one of my major problems that i had with the blackout which was the same thing that sort of bothered me about PUBG. less so with PUBG because you would stand out from the artifacting like a fucking like crazy on my screen but uh, Call of Duty. I had trouble like sighting things. Like, uh, did you find that? Why? Because the graphics were muddy, or just, no, just seeing no. people. Like, it was just so. That fidelis. might just be like a. That might be just be a draw distance, like how the game processes things far away and stuff. Well, I don't the, know. I mean, like, even like colors, like people just blend into the fucking. Scenery. I could see that. It's, it's not very, like Fortnite where people the, stand out. Yeah. Well. Well, the characters' models were like very much. Uh, like military, like cut from the military. Like there's not a lot, there's some like interesting design, but not like, it's definitely not Fortnite. You know what I mean? Like it's definitely not <laughs> no. a bunch of crazy people dancing around and stuff or like and, and, well, bright colored costumes. That gap a little bit where like I, I can make things out, like I can pick them out a little bit easier. I think maybe it might even have to do with like the lighting. The lighting just seems like it's very bright in, that's what I, like, uh, blackout is like the mid- set in the middle of the day and stuff right but like i feel like watching this the lighting is different you know what i mean like i feel like blackout's very much like bright like overwhelming like brightness a like lot of the, times like, like you'll saturation crest it. issue 
Yeah, and like you'll like crest a hill and blackout, and it just be like, oh, there's the sun, and then it's like it takes <laughs> you a sack down. Uh, but with this, it's very much uh, the lighting in it is just you can. Uh, it seems like it's cohesive and like more well subdued. lit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, I've already Royale watched game. it for like Does an hour. This answer so, like, any yeah. questions, people? Like, what niche does this fill? Like, I see this more as like a I. W- it's just the next would, battle royale game to siphon people away from Fortnite and Blackout. And I would PUBG. rather play this if this ends up being a good game. I'd rather play this in Fortnite. I'd still yeah, like. You. I like. For, I, think I like Fortnite, but like I'm still I, not that I played regularly, so I I never really got good with the building mechanics, and I just don't like how the guns shoot in Fortnite. I've started getting better with it, but like, goddamn, I'd rather not have my bullets travel at like two miles per hour. I'd rather shoot people and like in, like have good meaningful impacts in fast combat. Well, is is this so? And now Epic is building their storefront. Is are we going to see? I know we just had the marshmallow in-game concert and fucking Ninja at the Super Bowl. But is this is the Ninja was coming the off Super the Bowl? gas for the Fortnite? Oh, bro, have you not been on the internet? Fucking no. His ass. There was other everywhere. things going on about the Super Bowl that was more important than me knowing that Ninja like was there. Genesis, you know, Genesis, baby, the big <laughs> hey man. Yeah, we'll get to I that. Watched it. So we got to yeah. So let's let's talk let's talk Fortnite and start. Well, do you want to agree just, with you? Yeah. I'm ready to fucking move away a little bit from Fortnite. Love the game, but I'm I'm looking for. Something else I feel like I in terms of done. like a battle royale as a, experience as a society with Fortnite. You think? No, we've, I think we've had enough. No. I don't know if we're done. Fair <laughs> enough. I think we're not. We're nowhere close to being done. The rhetoric is that we're all sick of it. Is that? Eh, I, 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 I know a not, lot of people that feel mm. like that though, where they're like, "Yeah, I'm kind of over Fortnite," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I feel that. I get what you mean." Uh, I don't know. I yes and no because definitely like in our play group of friends. It's definitely not been the game that it was where we'd like every night to be like, hey, the you want to squat over. up? Yes. Squat up for Fortnite. But right. like it's still going strong. They're still doing like interesting stuff. Like that's the one thing I'll say. They don't stop. Uh, yeah, they, they don't they don't stop pushing creativity in that game yeah. uh, whatsoever. Cool. Even it's, with the marshmallow thing, like uh, you can tell like they're just trying new things. Wait, like, they're keeping OK, it interesting. I am not familiar with the marshmallow thing. So this what? is this is a move that I could have seen. This is like a this is like a this is like a 2012 dead mouse move if this game existed back then. So what happened was the guy that did what are some songs by him? Uh he did Wolves with Selena Gomez. That's with like I'm the big so one I remember. That also that is one, his song. That's, that's like the classic. That was the one that played in the video that I saw. So you could go to a spot in the Fortnite game. Well, I think yeah, it teleported you there. Oh, I don't it? remember because he's I didn't what's log it called? I didn't log in either but from what I was reading it's like they got 10 million people to view it which only means that they, they had to have all been there while. yeah what it was it's like because it's 10 minutes right there was two concerts there was the first one which is obviously the like what everybody was there for and then it repeated itself later in the day marshmallow and appeared Alan in the game he was in plus was there he's jumping up and down on the stage it was, man production wise <laughs> it was super cool what? like watching it uh, they like there's moments where they turn off like gravity and stuff and like shoot people into the air and like money changed hands for this advertisement. Do you think I don't do we even want to well, know? I don't know. Probably a good amount. Marshmallows like top like electronic music DJs ask for a lot of money. Like it's not like a cheap like a not a cheap get. But if you've got epic epic money, it doesn't matter. Do, do you think epic paid him? Or do you think he paid epic? Um. Oh no! I, I'm they definitely marshmallow paid, paid epic. No, you no don't way. Think? No, 
I know he's a big fan of Fortnite. Uh, he's good friends with Ninja. Well, I guess not good friends, but they're fr- they're buddies. Ninjas, <laughs> Ninja and him are buddies. Um, this is so weird. Like, I'm, it's I'm watching this. What the We're fuck is going on? This is late stage capitalism. Right but here. like, this is it's pretty wild that you can have a con. You can someone. No, it's cool. Yeah, no, like I'm a hundred percent behind this. I don't know if this implementation is quite the potential but this is fucking crazy no and i that was my well uh this happened with miku too in one of those in one of those fantasy games. star that's too right. i it think was that's fantasy, the, wasn't it that's what i saw i saw one tweet about it like off the cuff and i couldn't verify it but like well, now that you mentioned last night i'm like i swear this happened before yes there the has been other icons. concert there's been other digital concerts in games before uh, Minecraft had one and as well as Second Life also had one of these kind of like events, but it wasn't the scale, the scale. This is like unheard of. It's 10 million, just they have 10 million people is, yeah. is so many people. I feel like, yeah, this, this seems like it'd be good it's for VR chat. It's considered now to be the largest, the lig- largest digital concert ever. Fortnite makes news. I remember when the, the fucking, the meteor, like mainstream <laughs> outlets were covering that to the point where my father texted me. He said, do you know about this like Fortnite meteor or whatever? I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We, well, that's the other thing. We're here. We've uh, arrived. Well, with Netflix, Netflix uh, has famously stated in one of their like not press releases, but like in one of their like conference calls that they are concerned that Fortnite is taking time away from people watching Netflix. Dope. Fuck yeah. They've like named not video games, <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite specifically. I love it, man. Is that why they made Bandersnatch? That's like their Fortnite that competitor. Juicy data. <laughs> That's yeah, the Fortnite those... competitor. <laughs> I like it. Um, do we want to jump into the store? Because I feel like there was sure. some news about we're that. Talking, we're still talking talking about Epic, so why not? That's an easy... Yeah, Alan, do you want to tee that up? Sure, yeah. Um, I'm aware of it, but I don't know the specifics. So uh, first thing, first fact I should tell you is that Metro Exodus is coming out on February 15th. Um, okay. Check. At the time of recording, that was six Valentine's years Day. ago. But <laughs> right now, where we all are, that's the future. Um, and uh, so... This is Alan Carlisle from The Goners coming at you way, way, way back. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to host it like a... Like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like an inverse DJ? I consider every podcast a time capsule. Um... Hey, cool cats, we're coming at you from the past here. I hope you're all warm and cozy in the future. We got oh, old, 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 incredibly old school facts. Um, yeah, what you needed to do is you need to do like early 2000s slang. That would have sealed the deal. We need I can't to remember any early 2000s slang. I feel like most of it was pretty racist. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, Who knows? Some, but like, that's the po- that's. But like, I mean, like that would have really sealed like that. We're not that far in the distant past. Not like 1980s radio. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh wait, I got I got your new DJ intro. Right. This is what I should have opened with. Are you ready? What do you got? Howdy, partner. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, I play more of that too. It really got to me. Um, all right, fucking listen. Sorry, you goddamn yeah, goners, go gotta focus here. Uh, you fucking idiot. Listen, shut all up. All right, kids, I'm flicking the lights on and off. That means it's time to shut the fuck up. Um, no, they flicked them at your house, man. They just shut the lights off, dude. <laughs> okay, so Metro Exodus coming out uh, in February 15th. 15th. Um, in late January, I believe it was like the last week of January, um, Epic announced or Steam, I guess it was Steam announced that uh, Metro Exodus was no longer coming to Steam. And so like if you wanted to buy it on PC, you're buying it on the Epic Store. Well, for now, it's not coming to Steam for now. Oh, is that? 
Have they said that? It's it's a timed exclusive. Is it? That they would have had to. They, what do you mean? Is it? Yeah, that's part of the problem. <laughs> that it's timed is part of the problem. Yeah, they have it. Epic's the Epic Store has it for a certain amount of time, but Steam will get it. Technically, I guess everybody's pre-orders, if they pre-ordered it on Steam, are, st- are still That's valid. That's the other thing I saw, that the pre-orders are still valid. Um, so I, I thought it was just going to release day uh, day of on Steam if you'd already pre-ordered it, but not if you hadn't. Um, nope. You get your pre-order when the time exclusive kicks in. That sucks. For Steam. <laughs> Tremendous dick. That's terrible. Awesome. Um, <laughs> That'd be hilarious. So... What uh what what then happened was Steam released a uh Steam put out a little message um calling it unfair. Um they said it was unfair to Steam customers, especially after a long pre-sale period, was the quote. Uh and so people people are mad and um epic are they outraged or just upset? I don't know, man. It's out, I think <laughs> outrage is a good word for it. People are very I think, upset. I think there's a little bit of both because some people obviously had bought it in with the like this was very under the radar. It's not like they intend they said, "Oh hey, we're gonna start this on the Epic Store for a certain amount of time, and then you could buy it wherever you want on PC." It was like, "Oh, last week." Sorry for everybody who ordered it on Steam. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not. There is some like genuine yeah. <clears throat> level of like being upset. Sure. I feel like you that's you're paying customer. It, yeah, it's a fucking enough. business, and yeah. This isn't. Yeah. yeah no. The the point. Is, I, I'm not trying to make the point that they shouldn't be. I'm just saying, like, you know, no, we're no, in no. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Um, which I guess somewhat diminishes it. I, fair enough. Uh, little column A, little column B. Yeah, exactly. More more one column than the other. Um, but. <laughs> more more fuel was put on the fire when uh, Epic. No, Epic. I get this part right. When I think it was Deep Silver said that. Um, no, not Deep Silver. If you're talking about the person, the statement, it's from this uh, a developer at 4A, <clears throat> which is the developer behind Metro. Oh, it's the develop. Okay, so not, not the Deep Silver who are a publisher, right? Because we have two levels of yes. publishing here, right? We have Deep Silver and then we have Epic. Um, yes. So uh, a developer at 4A, as you said, uh, said over the weekend that if people boycott um, Metro Exodus on PC in general, that would mean that there wouldn't be a PC port of any future Metro titles which is a little taking your ball and going home. Like that's kind of a shitty thing to say. Um, and that of course triggered more of an outrage because it's, um, it's becoming an increasing thing where, uh, developers and publishers are holding up, uh, the game sales for a certain game and kind of leverage them against the chance of another game being released by the same developer, sometimes in the same series, sometimes just another game. Um, which I think makes sense at a point, but if you actually say that ahead of time, that's kind of weird and coercive and like a threat almost. So just a really quick before we start this discussion, Metro Exodus will return to steam and other storefronts after the 14th of February, 2020. Oh, it's a year. They have Epic has it for a year. Yikes. That's a long time. That's rough. So are the pre-orders getting it day and date? What do you mean? What are the steam are they going to be getting the pre-orders the day of because that's when people expected to get it? Or are, or are they, they waiting a year? Twenty twenty. No, they're getting it in twenty twenty. Oh. Steam doesn't have access to the game. Ouch. They wouldn't. They that won't give it. Sucks. Uh, why would a company give their product to the thing if they have a timed exclusive? You know I feel what I like mean? One year back in console days, like back when we were teenagers, I feel like that was that was the length of time you were waiting for, for a lot of those things. Oh, at least. Yeah. But it's a different yeah, thing. It's just three weeks thing before really your game comes out anymore, and you paid yeah. for it, and then they just said, is, "You 
because you pre-ordered it, you now have to wait a year that you wouldn't the have to wait if you already the exclusive, put the money down. Though, isn't it that the the developer has been given money to make it an exclusive? Yes. Yeah. Well, so business as usual. The fucking um, I can't. You just refund this. the order on Steam. You haven't received yeah. the game yet. They have a refund system. What the fuck's the issue? If you want it day one, just refund your money and then go order it on. It's you're pre-ordering digital copies, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah, fuck no. it. Just refund. Maybe I'm missing something. No, or, you're right. It just you shouldn't have to do you're that. You're not wrong. Is the thing. It's like you shouldn't have not, to do it, but clearly this is like a, a logistical hiccup. So either you can bitch and moan about it, or you can take ten seconds to fucking go refund the order and then buy it on the Epic Store. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I you, Christian. The, but I think the I think this was handled poorly. Um, but oh, yeah, no, I'm with you. Like it's not like oh, this is a poorly. huge problem. It just sucks. Um, and so I don't actually want to talk about. I, I feel like this is going to be talked to death. I mean, it's at the time of recording is talked to death. But what I think is interesting is that Metro is getting a, a price cut on Epic. It's going down ten bucks across the board for any edition. Oh, is it? I didn't realize that. Yeah, interesting. Fifty American uh, if you buy it on Epic, and. Um, they've said they were able to do that because of the 88-12 split or whatever it was. Cut from the sales. Yeah, um, that makes sense. No, that that that. While that seems like we're gonna tide you some angry, like some less angry fans over, it, like it makes sense though. If, like if you're getting a better cut, that means you don't have to put the price as high to get the money you need to refund your like your, <laughs> yeah, exactly. your development process, right? So you can make. 10 bucks back here. What, but so what's what, the talking point here? What this story is to me is Epic is fucking aggressive and is eating steam's lunch. And it's awesome. Like, Oh yeah. We, yeah. I don't for we, sure. I'm it's happening. I'm, it's it, happening. It, it it's play. finally fucking <laughs> happening. Someone is coming hard at steam and I don't think steam's going to well, take this hit. Well, how many years did it well. take for refunds or even the concept of it? Oh, like, that's that was a recent thing that happened. A few years now, but like, yeah, in our, in our, in our, uh, our lifetime, in our <laughs> peace in our time, as it were. So I'm going to, uh, here's a, here's an anecdote that it's, it'll have more relevance if you're Canadian. Um, I'm Canadian. I don't know if it was Canada wide or if it was Ontario last, uh, not last holiday season, the one before that 2017 holidays. Um, there was, it just happened one day where one of the major mobile cell providers offered some stupid fucking deal, which was too good to be true. And you had to eat your contract, but people were lining up in fucking droves. It was for one day or like a weekend, right? It was just for the weekend. It was just supposed to be a flash sale. And then every other cell provider said, we're not losing any, we don't want to lose out on customers. We better fucking match this. So for just this glorious, like three, four days stretch, you could just cash out the rest of your, you could eat the cost of your contract and get this stupid fucking insane deal. People I wouldn't were fucking even call going nuts over it, man. I wouldn't call it glorious. I'd say a bloodbath. That was, it was fucking yeah, this is like, it was, it was rough. This is like mutually assured destruction, right? This is like if one right, day if Russia was like, fuck it and fire the nukes. <laughs> like, is this, is that like a, is that like a comparable anecdote? Like you guys, does that make sense? It's going to have to, it's going to have to come down to it at some point, right? Like Steam. Like eventually you have to, it, yeah, you have to fucking if, throw When you have something. the level of money Epic does, like <laughs> making billions of dollars a year. A day, and stuff probably it, millions a day dude. as long millions as it's no, sustainable billions, like eventually blah, 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 fortnite blah. isn't gonna be making that much money anymore 
and like sure. can Epic which is why they're investing afford- in the infrastructure right now. Right. Yeah. Now th- once you have you got you you get your New York Yankees of games, Metro like huge like very well respected game. You get some of these other ones. You get Journey for the PC. Like that's that well, Metro, Metro went so under the ra- went so under the radar, but like that's a big deal. Journey's a big like deal. It's, yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I never thought I'd see that. But like, but Owning Super uh, Meat Boy again for like the ninth time, I can take it or leave it. But <laughs> <laughs> Journey's sick. But who's, we still don't know what else is coming down the pipeline. Yeah, you know, Epic still has has the money. It's it going to invest. Like indie developers are looking very favorably now at the Epic Store. The next big indie hit could come to the Epic Store. We don't know. Well, well it's this interesting thing. reversal of power, I guess, in a way where uh, traditionally the developers would have to like court the publishers and oh well i don't know if we could see this on a shelf at walmart like that sort of a thing then with steam came along they sort of changed things with digital distribution where they said no you can get some money we'll sell your shitty mod you can fucking make some cash now we're sort of in this position where these platforms epic discord and for a long time there was the rhetoric you know steam was the only option the best option all the memes with the gabe newell or whatever now we're in and it is exciting in a way to see the landscape change where these these storefronts are courting the people that are making the games yeah i mean i don't know i i am excited to see more competition i i I think valve is not willing to control the direction of um uh pc game the pc game market you know i i think there's a lot of times when steam could have innovated and you know made yeah. it easier to find good stuff or they've always been sort of complacent with it though they sort of they, well here's they, they the thing and then they back off and so yeah. it's nice here's to see somebody who's not complacent here's the kind of caveat to the situation <laughs> Uh, which like still kind of would makes this a little bit messier than uh, what we're kind of making it out to be is that the steam steam <clears> is still <throat> a better product that yes. store might is still like has like has this up and coming energy it's buying the exclusives the functionality isn't cool there games. the interface isn't there yeah yet. right now yeah. on St- on epic you can buy games that's it there's no review system i don't think yet there's no like there's but no how community. much of that there's- could you do could you do without on steam I'm not sitting there going through the community media stuff. I'm not pouring over the user reviews that, let's be frank, they're usually derogatory and racist. And just and half the time, it's just a review bomb because Another somebody of- on the dev team said something like support trans people and the game gets review bombed. So like, I'm not exactly dying for a lot of no, those for features. Sure. But like it's still if you're going to compare two products on be on what they are. Steam still better. yeah I Steam's agree. better, which which is really which is an interesting dynamic, right? Just for the the sense of the sake of argument, right? I mean, yeah, I I agree, but what I'd say is that the utility from a game distribution service, um, I don't think the product is the software. I think the product is the the marketplace. Um, while Steam might be a more robust piece of software and might have more features, I think if Epic. I mean, if games are cheaper on Epic, and that's all that it is to it. If the game is significantly cheaper, it, it's a no-brainer. Like if there's the same utility, exact yeah. Product, if you can get it from Best Buy or Future Shop, and it's ten dollars cheaper at Best Buy, you're going to Best Buy. End of story. Why would you? Yeah. Why would you give a shit about brand loyalty for the when the product is exactly the same? Well, and it, that's 
that's that the was whole console war argument with the the DLC in the past. And also but. to bolster uh, Christian's point, I I'd, I'd, I want to agree that like a lot of the features that I mean, okay, so as a piece of well, software, I'm just that, parroting Brandon, but we can jerk ourselves off a bit. Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying a bunch of Steam's extra features don't really work, and I don't think they don't. Or they work poorly. Yeah, you know? they, they they may they may be functional, but they're not hitting. They're not really giving a lot of extra value, right? <laughs> like you said, the reviews are fucked up. And the Steam like curator program kind of fizzled well, and a lot out. Of it these days is just driving more monetization with the badges and the little items oh, and, all and that the collectibles. Shit. Come on, yeah, and it's 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 kind of neat. Like I enjoy the inventory. I enjoy my ski my uh, Counter Strike guns as much as the next guy. But you know, like the badges you enjoy them and all more that, than they, the next guy guy. <laughs> like, well, uh, <laughs> anyway. well, you know. <laughs> I don't They're know. I, I think if you play Counter Strike <laughs> and you have an inventory, you enjoy the inventory more than the Steam inventory more than a regular user who doesn't play Counter Strike. You know what I mean? Two thousand hours in that game real soon too. So Even I, what's it called? Man, there was one time in university where my friend had his girlfriend over and she didn't have any drinks. Uh, she was like coming in from out of town, and I sold drinks to her. Like I traded my drinks to her for like Counter Strike skins. Because he had like an inventory. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) He had like a huge inventory of skins, and it's like I don't know. There's there's something endearing to be said about your uh, like the Steam inventory, as much it is like it's filled with crap sometimes. Yeah, fair enough. Or like just trading cards and stuff, which has its own like weird system, like weird murky system of like bought buying and selling uh, to create like Steam dollars. Well, and Fortnite's done a pretty good job of keeping the money on the table. It seems like we had that brief stint with the gifting, which went away. It was a controlled beta. But for the most part, you can't... It's all... The money's on the table. There's there's no other second... You'd have to buy the whole account, which happens, but... Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. It's nice to see... Yeah, competition. It's nice. It's nice to see uh, the landscape getting shaken up a bit. Well, I also think that... Yes, it is nice. It's all, but I also think as like we're growing older... Uh, just like growing up with games throughout like our uh, like throughout our life it's just like it's nice to kind of understand that you kind of now you grasp that there's people behind these games uh, especially since developers are being more vocal and we can contact them more frequently through like social media and stuff that when you have competition but also uh, competition that's <clears throat> willing to treat uh, the people behind the scenes a little bit better. It's like a nice touch to it as well, right? Like it's mm. also en- engendering support in that sense where it's like Steam's been shitty as a platform for a while. The cut's been bad. And then now there's this new platform that's like, oh, well, maybe with this better cut, developers can like keep the lights on for a little bit longer or publish a new game just even right. though they might not have been as successful as they needed to be on Steam, a right? Potentially stabilizing well, force in the oh, industry. That's, that's, that's a good way to put it. Maybe they don't need to be as, I wouldn't use the word successful. Maybe they don't need to do as well as they had to have done with Steam. That's an excellent fucking, I like that. Alan, what's the number that you, it was from, what's his name's book? The cost of fucking, for what was it, a month or a year? Oh to, man, I don't remember the number of my head. It was tens of thousands though, right? of dollars. Yeah, so the case in point, not every game is going to be uh like a like a doki doki lit club or a fucking minecraft sort of situation like fucking they're they're like teams of these people that take several thousand dollars to anyway yeah there are successful uh, games that aren't successful enough to to keep the lights on 
do we want to do Genesis six? Oh, we may as well. Yeah. We've all, it's a common experience. Let's fucking do it. Oh yeah. yeah. We, so, uh, a bunch of us watched it, uh, downtown yeah. records, last night. record setting for melee over 120 something thousand people were watching it in the finals. It's this, a big deal. This, this is a good entry to my, my devil's advocate question. <laughs> Where's melee? Cause you brought it up and I've been thinking about it. And if Jack was here, he might be a bit more with Leffen's actions at this tournament. What's next for melee? Cause here we are. Leffen dropped out to play another game. To be fair, it was another smash game. Yeah, fine. So like give him some credit. <laughs> no melee. We're talking melee here. Yeah. 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 Um, my boy, classic fucking i don't know i don't want to use the phrase washed up but man fucking mango's like gotta give respect to mango he's one of the f- gods of melee and like he did a lot the man's fucking washed up like Fuck, what's next like because you know i'm and we had this conversation last night when when hbox takes a set on a on a technical 15 percent or a, a round rather you know i don't like that that's the game that i watch but i, I gotta respect that that's how he won that game. you know respect must be paid yeah what happens when hbox wins pretty much every fucking tournament like you know, what's going on here like is it what? I don't know. It was, little, this was something interesting. <laughs> well, what's it called? This is really interesting because with Armada retiring from Melee, like singles Melee, uh, it, there's nobody. Uh, I don't. There's no real. Unless Mango has like a amazing performance. Or unless or, Mewtwo King comes in. Leffen. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like he's he's punched out. It feels like yeah, in a lot of it's ways. It's like there's nobody left to challenge HBox. Like he's. There's. I thought Plup, honestly, there was a moment there when uh, in the winner's final when Plup was playing uh, HBox. I was real concerned. Like, I was as a big Hungrybox fan, I was like, fuck, this isn't good. Is he going to send him to lower bracket? Like, is this is this going to happen? And then the veteran veteran Hungrybox, not to say that Plup isn't like a seasoned player, him but acts were right in there. There were, yeah, there were some good, some good action, except for that one set where they were a lot of, I think it was acts and plop. There were like some flubs were happening. Was that the, yeah. Alan, so as somebody that doesn't watch, how did you, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Did you watch no, it I, I mean, as someone who has made fun of esports on this show for a long time, <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty dope. Like I, I can find, I kind of get it. Like I, Certainly would have had a lot less fun watching the fucking actual Super Bowl last night. <laughs> the big Jesus, yeah. Um, As someone who watched parts of both, I can tell you Genesis was way better than the Super Bowl well, last it, night. It, it wasn't the Super Bowl. Like, it was just sort of a boring game where it was the, the lowest scoring game, it was just yeah, a Super Bowl, Bowl ever. Defensive all the way through, right? Um, yeah. Anyways, enough they sports ball. over the SpongeBob fans. But yeah, <laughs> old media, man, they're just fucking up out here. <laughs> there was the moment, and I'm, I don't remember what the dude's name was. Was it like Axe or something? Where the he just Pikachu fucking Blair was Axe. Ate oh, where he just shit. ate shit underneath the fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was so unfortunate. He just, hit, he just missed and then the fucking came back and like won the set, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yep. That was a really cool moment that I was happy to have like witnessed and be not part of yeah i was i was part of that moment um <laughs> it's a cool thing to watch though yeah it's cool no, to see somebody I, do that it was a good introduction to 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 competitive melee playing and i feel like i will be back for the next one yeah well it's also interesting i think this is this has got to be one of axe's best finishes in a long time right like at a super major he, i feel like it yeah like yeah he's always because been a place he always places quite high but i i, I can't remember the last time i saw him in grand finals yeah, 
No, for sure. And they were saying on the broadcast that like he had his one chance at Evo, that one Evo, that mango one. Uh, it looked like he was going to go all the way and he just fell like super short at the end. But like now he he's That's competing. Been a while. But, when, when would mango win Evo? The 2014? <laughs> I, for, I don't know the exact date. They oh, mentioned man, it in the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, but like it's we don't have to. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's it's an interesting question, though. <laughs> like is like. It was Someone, nice for me. Yeah. Not to be the person who draws comparisons off things I see online, but I'm going to draw a comparison here. Did Tom, Tom Brady killed the NFL in the Super Bowl? Did HBox kill competitive melee? It's HBox killing competitive melee. Like that, it's it's a very, it's a fair question. I wish Jack was here to maybe maybe I feel like he probably read a battle report. Maybe we can ask him to like weigh in. On yeah, that with the with because, the piece. Like, to be fair, I'm. A, pretty casual melee fan like i'll watch some like if it's on and like the big events are on like i know it's going on but i'm not i'm not steeped in the lore yeah i'm, I'm not I'm more in your boat than his i feel like I'm, I'm aware i have information i'm definitely not privy to the the data like he is he's quite yeah. invested but like it's pretty crazy like who, who he just keeps Leffen, fucking winning dude it's like this Leffen, is like Leffen was the Leffen was the was the hope right because when he he won he was we claimed him on this podcast that he would be part of the new gods like he yeah, killed well, the old gods and yeah the, the era of the gods let's be let's face it is over armada's gone uh pp's not coming back mango <laughs> we don't have to talk about it uh mewtwo king again struggling hbox is the only one of that the the eldritch heroes that seems to be just fucking slapping. The thing that should be noted about HBox, if you're more casual about it than Brandon and I, the man has like a full time job as like a chemical engineer or something, doesn't he? What? I believe so. Yeah, the man has a full time. I don't know about full time. I don't know how full it could be. The man has a job. Are there like part time chemical engineers? I don't. But he's, he's, he's not. He went like, to school. He fucking crashed college, and he like he got a job. And I, I remember yeah, reading there was bits and pieces. There were times where he wouldn't go to events because like he couldn't take time off work. Like yeah. that was like a real thing for a while. Back in like the era, like the actual era of the gods, when like that was happening, when every like the top five were in their prime, and we struggled to like keep this website in the podcast <laughs> 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 to pump these out. Fucking meanwhile, but um. It was, a cool, yeah, it was a cool night for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Excellent. But that was, there was another thing leading up to this Genesis. It was that uh, HBox uh, had mentioned that he was going to compete in both uh, Ultimate, the, new, the newest Smash game, and Melee. Right. And that if, it was to, if he was to choose one that he was going to focus on, he said he was going to choose Melee. And then I think that might also be where a lot of the pro smash players are right now are thinking about right now is that are they going to stick with melee or are they going to go to ultimate and yeah, it looks like question because that was how it was with brawl i think with mewtwo king right or not mewtwo king uh he was yeah he was him and armada at the top of both though mewtwo yeah. king was placing highly in both games and that's the thing about that for the fractured communities it's not like street fighter where the new one's going to come out and we're all going to play that one because capcom is there and it, it, the melee scene was grassroots because they didn't have that support from nintendo they had to make the competitive scene themselves so this sort of there is that sort of i don't want to call it nostalgic there's that sort of legacy pride that's always going to be on the line with are we going to switch to the new game 
why would you go play the new game if you're like a top 10 player in this game that gets numbers that gets sponsors that gets viewers that gets you attention you know what i mean yeah of course yeah no a hundred percent and that this was the other interesting thing uh so just to kind of like wrap up this genesis talking point here uh i was reading i was going through like uh the game news going down kotaku reading the articles and they were saying uh as like because they do a little bit of esports coverage as well that smash ultimate was the esport event of the weekend and not melee and i was surprised i didn't get home in time to watch the ultimate coverage unfortunately uh i was working and then i went out uh to watch at least a little bit of the super bowl as well Uh, but i so i didn't watch it but like this was a as a Xbox fan, but also like a melee fan, this was a pretty sick finals. I'm surprised like that they that ultimate was like the game of the the it was the, the night. You know title, what I mean? That sort of a yeah, thing. like that that it, that was the takeaway that that final was better. To be fair, I didn't watch it. Hotness. What's yeah, the it could metric well be that. by which you're determining that it was about ultimate and not melee? Well, that was it's just like the title of the article was that that oh, was like that. That was the opinion piece was at the end of Genesis that um, if you, you if you watched Ultimate that was the one to watch right but we, I, and I guess fair fair enough I, t- fair I enough, uh, Kotaku yeah um, fair enough. to wrap up here Leffen's tweet from uh, I think the other day I wish I could have played but it was intense watching this melee top eight he he could have played nothing gets me invested like melee. And then he dropped out to play ultimate. So make of it what you will. Um, fair enough. Leffen. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> speaking of, uh, speaking of things people have tweeted, uh, we're coming to the end of the show. Time ah, to, yes. uh, as we do every week, uh, on our weekly podcast, um, we're going to, uh, get some listener feedback. Uh, <laughs> God, it's like a radio show from the 90s. Um, so we had we a asked, difficult time. You answered. As we always do, whittling down all the responses. <laughs> from, from the mountains of mail. And um, believe us. We oh, get it was difficult. Troves. Yeah. Don't let the fake news media tell you otherwise. We get a ton of mail Feel no from need our to viewership. Verify that. Uh, so uh, Neo Mexico uh, asks us. There will be no other questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I've forgotten the pronunciation. <laughs> what are the goners' favorite kasogi and why? Mm, that's not a good pronunciation. Give me a kuso game. What is the goners' favorite kuso game? Uh, Kusoge game. That sounds very similar to what I said. Uh, what <laughs> What do you got, uh, Christian? You're going first. No, you, you're not going, going first. Brand, you're going first. <laughs> Because I know I your answer is Christian, and that's not where, how we're starting this. Wait, no, uh, I want to go first, because now I first. think you're going to steal my answer. Go, I'm, I'm no, not. go first. Go first. All right. No, go ahead. You're the go boss. Ahead. You're the biggest boss. It's, you just go first. Go ahead. Go ahead. So my uh, favorite is Cluster Truck. <laughs> uh, that game is fucking <laughs> broken as shit, but it's just so... Sick. I don't know. Have you guys ever played it? Do you know about it? Can you drop? I, can you put a link? I, I know in what it is. It? Cluster truck. Yeah, I've heard of it. I never played it myself. I, I'd have to uh, do a little bit of looking, but I'll, I'll search my brain. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it feels <laughs> like it was developed for VR. Like there's just something about it that feels kind of swimmy in the way VR games do. But basically, what it is is it's like a the it's like a floor is lava type of situation where you're on the back of a truck, and like it spawns maybe I don't know. 
300 trucks onto like this weird like desert highway and they're all racing forward and smashing into each other and kind of being driven by these crazy AIs that are pretty unpredictable and you have to platform over the backs of these moving trucks to get to the end of a short course and not touch the ground at any point and it's almost impossible you run it like 80 miles an hour and can jump like 50 feet it's like I don't know if you can call it a game because games have rules, but it's you can win a game. It's, oh my god, it's impossible! I've never won a round of cluster truck, but I love it every time. And now um, I'm watching it now, Christian. What do you got? Mine. I'll I'll level. I'll be the first one to say it. I didn't know what Kusoge meant. I had to look it up. Um, it was really interesting to look through other people's picks, like the kinds of things that they, like we saw things like, or rather I saw things people talking about, uh, the Michael Jackson game for not the Dreamcast for Sega Genesis. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all sorts of these old, crazy, weird looking things that, and just, I'm, I watched so much footage of busted fucking games. Like I thought my eyes were going to bleed. I'm going with controversial pick. Pokemon red is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so good, yeah, yeah. That's oh. um, go on. Explain to the core why yeah, you're making so this defense. Pokemon Red. We all think of it endearingly, fondly. That game was actually busted beyond belief. Like far beyond. So just just for stars. Like putting aside missing out, which was just stupefying that such a thing like existed at all. Like it's crazy. The thing broke the game. Um. I, I remember when I was a kid, I actually caught missing out. I was like, what, what would happen? And uh, like the game just like exploded. Oh. It was crazy. Um, hard fucking, learned lesson. Was that a hard learned lesson? A hard. Le- well, thankfully I didn't save. I fucking caught it. And then I, was, <laughs> I rebooted the game there. Uh, there are all sorts of weird little glitch hiccup sort of fuck ups in the game. Um, so for starters, I think focus energy was supposed to increase your critical hit rate and it actually did the opposite. They were, oh man, there are all sorts of like, if you eat certain recovery moves would fail. If you had specific hit point counts, all sorts of just weird little things. And it wasn't until I like got older that I realized these sorts of things. I remember seeing like these, these infographics and these lists and I was just reading through and watching videos. I'm like, really? Was it this fucked up? Did I just not notice? Cause I was like a young child, but Oh God, it was fucking. So I think that by the strict definition of what I delineated to be uh, a Kusoga game, I think I might have to go with Pokemon red just in terms of stuff that I've played that I still enjoy. Um, if you, Brandon, if you want to give us your pick, I'm going to look up some of these cause I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch of them, but it's, it's fucking fascinating. The, the level of fucking shoddiness when you get right <laughs> down to it. I might not yeah, the shitty I don't know. Game. This was a, this was a difficult one. I've never played any of like the traditional kind of like Kusoge games, uh, where it's like, there is te- a, like, sorry to interrupt there, there did from what I could see when I was researching online, there was like this canon. There were games that I'd see get repeated. Like a tradition? Was, anyway, very cool. Very cool to look yeah, into. I definitely had to look it up. Like, I knew what the word was because as an avid, like, anime fan, like, that's, it's, it's Kusoge or Kuso, saying Kuso is just like, it's a word that comes up in anime enough that I knew what it was when I saw it. I just, honestly, I couldn't think of one. I couldn't think of, like, a game that I played, which was just, like, really trashy 
just like or like glitch ridden or just a mess that I play on like not in like a I don't play bad games kind of way and just like I just don't remember like there's a certain level like obviously the Pokemon games now that Christian has brought him up is like a like a weird pillar of the community as like this legendary franchise and it's like no that like it's built on like this weird belief that it was the these, like this yeah, it was these fucking um, title right yeah exactly it's so much so that it got like digital re-releases on the 3ds a few years ago right and this was like they, and i never did it as a child but now that i'm older i said fuck it when we when we did when it got re-released i actually went and i bought that 20th anniversary 3ds just purely out of it was just like a very futurama shut up and take my money kind of situation which i'm not normally like i'm i'm, I'm not like that at all I, I don't think they were to be fair they looked really nice they're like hot. cool products i did that hex glitch so there's a glitch in that game where you can actually get any Pokemon you want you can you can instigate the encounter with any Pokemon you want by identifying the hex number and matching so it requires you to either get a ditto or have something with a special stat of the Pokemon that you want to oh man I'm fucking tripping over myself you had to go and you had to leave this one trainer on the way to Bill's house in Cerulean City vacant like you can't fight him because the the hex number of that of his slowpoke, I think, is the special stat. It's Mew's hex number. So then you can proceed with this weird fucking voodoo system of measure twice, cut once, fly here, walk six steps left, and then you it, it, just a fight occurs whether you're in tall grass or not, and you can catch Mew. The only way to get that Pokemon, I'm pretty sure, was either to game shark it or have it bestowed unto you by Nintendo, like as a part of like a make a wish foundation sort of an event or something what no so, it was what's it called the mew you could it was i remember this back in the day they had like specific nintendo sanctioned events yeah it was that you event. could go yeah you had to like go to your like local like uh, te- like toronto you'd go into toronto and they would have like an event and they would trade you the from their like they would have like an infinite supply on their game and then you would just trade them over a link cable so really that's quickly, how just, i remember it back in the day just because i got the list up freezing the game in oaks laboratory indoors fishing overnight this is just bulbapedia i'm just scanning here <laughs> by the way um bulbapedia binding move wrong side fainting glitch broken hidden items empty pokemon walking around Silphco elevator entries like the game was just fucked the game was so riddled with fucking anyway i'll i'll shut up about it and that even in the second game you could fucking duplicate pokemon if you you were using the time oh, yeah, machine yeah, yeah, yeah. Function. I remember doing that to get extra master balls. Fuck, you could, what's it called? Busted, um, dude. Back in the the red blue, they had the 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 infinite rare candy. I remember that going yeah, out and hearing yeah, about yeah, that. That was a classic one. Fucking even diamond and pearl, you could fucking do the uh, the duplication with the GPS, yanking it in and out in a in a specific way. I remember, man. Anyway, I'm gonna shut up and just sit here quietly thinking about how broken those formative fucking video games were. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I was saying, I don't really have one. I can't honestly couldn't think of one off the top of my head, but I think that that's a good point. I did play blue back in the day. So I, I will also go with Pokemon. <laughs> See, that's what I knew. Gonna fucking, somebody was going to snake me on it. There was even, I remember I reading was, this thing about how if you, you used fly or dig and there were certain moves where if you got hit, with the move, you wouldn't come out of the sky or reemerge from the ground, and you could just keep mm, I remember watching attacks. About that. There was some way oh, to yeah? do that. It was totally fucked. Um, 
Ah, fuck. There was, there was, I'm thinking of the fucking. Oh, shit. I fucked one. up. I, I should have chose Fallout 76. That would have been. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a my favorite one. How did I not even? <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't look <laughs> like it's got much merit anyway. Um, oh my god, there's there are a bunch of them though, like a bunch of sort of. Uh, I think uh, the um, the Let's Play boys. What are their names? Ego Raptor and Jontron. What was the name of the? Oh, Game Drums. Game Drums. That's the name of it. They fucking they did uh, when they were playing Sonic, and I think we've touched oh, on this before. Sonic 06. Where they kept like yeah, falling through the fucking floor and shit, and they're that, fucking losing man, it. Man, that's some fucking classic video game internet. Not internet stuff. It's a little bit. I wouldn't call it classic, but like that's a good series. If you want to watch a fucking trash fire of a game, and some people lose their mind playing it. Watch the Game Grumps play Sonic 06. That's, yeah, holy shit. I remember that. And uh, on that note, I guess we should put this trash fire out. Uh, thanks, everybody, for lending <laughs> us your question, By the way, it was uh, not that we don't get questions all the time, because we do, but... We uh, it was it was I had a lot of fun looking up weird fucking broken busted games and then thinking really hard about my potential favorite. So that was a really cool question. I really enjoyed it. I think I yeah, speak for the cool. boys. I didn't know I a that. lot about stuff about how red was broken. Right. And you can send us more more of those interesting provocative questions down at uh, TFG Moe on Twitter. That's the new social media. Uh, find us at tfg.moe or toofargone.moe, but that could be a two, that could have two zeros, that could have two O's. It just, TFG, it's easier. I, I find it you easier. You can find us on the dial, goners, at TFGMO. That's right, keep it locked. Video games and everything in between. Lockdown, lockdown, keep it locked, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to come at you live sometime in the future, but for now, we're going to key you out with the dulcet tones of the past. Howdy. <laughs> 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 and we don't. Cut.